Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy, and we have a very special guest today. It's T.J. Miller. Hey, hi. Oh, geez. Oh, so excited to be here. Um, sorry, I know I'm already talking too much, but T.J. Miller, very excited to be on the program. <clears throat> sorry, I sound like a drag queen who had a hard night. I am one. <laughs> Just kidding. I know that's material up front, but let's start the show. Anyway, oh, hi, thank Cash. You, thank you for having me on. You yeah. know what? Uh, we... The shows are always the best when you're on the show. Oh, thank it's you. It's so exciting. Thank philosophy, you. advice, all the essential questions. Mm-hmm. Let's Armchair kick, philosophy that's for right. legless people. That's right. Yeah. Let's kick this thing off, as we do every week, with the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Here we go. Is a friend in need a friend indeed? No. I mean, not necessarily. Most people who need things aren't, those are, you're like, those are the friends that aren't really friends. They're always like, hey. A friend in need is most often a mooch. Yeah, agreed. If you receive a picture frame as a gift, are you happy? No. Always never. What is that? This is half of a gift? Here's a gift that's a picture of something you like. I just provided the frame. You do the rest. You have the memory and the moment and the camera. If you had to have sex with Bigfoot or E.T. Bigfoot. I know that's weird. E.T., though, I think you're... I don't know about E.T. You know, I think would, I would feel like I was hurting him. You know, he's such a sweet little alien, isn't he? He doesn't want to be fucked. Imagine that. But Bigfoot, I'll try and fuck that thing. And if I can't, I'm going to die. <laughs> And that's your triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> Moving on to where were you, TJ? Um, I was just at Shadow Machine Animation, which was so exciting. Uh, they make Robot Chicken, and, amongst a lot of other stop motion stuff and animated stuff. And uh, their offices are in Hollywood. And I get to go there because they're making a, an R-rated feature film that's sort of stop motion. Looks like Tim Burton crossed with Robot Chicken crossed with Fantastic Mr. Fox. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It looks good. And so they're talking to me about maybe... Doing a part of that is either the sort of fat, curly-haired kid or the tall, handsome boy. <laughs> I hope I get the one that you think that I want. <laughs> uh. 
And then I just eat an ice cream sandwich, sadly. Would you have to gain weight for the the voiceover? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm very methody, as you know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a meth head actor. Meth head. So I do a lot of meth beforehand. And yeah, I would often, I'll gain weight. Yeah. I gain weight on meth. Did you know that? No. You're one of the few. One of one. You're the only one. The only one. Yeah, so so that's exciting. That's where I was. So we'll that's see what happens we with it. But you know, I like Robot Chicken. It's very sometimes it's a little broad, but occasionally they have a sketch in there that is really ridiculous. Yeah, so and you, and you do a lot of voiceovers. I do a fair amount. And, I get. Do you think uh, it's fair that celebrities get voiceover parts? It, it seems strange to me. No, that, like, I, I do it, not. I do. Okay. Here's the thing. It seems to me, it seems weird that they don't have the courage to put in. Okay, if you're going to play the part of a troll, yeah. why are you giving it to like one of the hottest actresses in show business? Isn't there someone that looks actresses. like a troll? I like actresses. Isn't, isn't there someone that looks like a troll that could use that work, that has a beautiful troll-like voice, and yet they don't have the courage to do that? It's upsetting I, to me. I am. I'm, I, I will agree with that. I think it's weird. I mean, I mean I'm, in, I'm in a Cars.com commercial right now, and a lot of people are like, is that your voice? Is that your voice? Um, but that's just a Cars.com ad. What's weird is... And you don't like, look like a car. Why not pick someone that looks like a car? Exactly. Get a VW bug-looking motherfucker. <laughs> Put him right in. Uh, I, no, I, I think... Uh, I don't know. Kevin Spacey is the voice of Lexus or something. That's yeah. not fair. I don't no. Think. No. He's and, so rich already. Just yeah. Man. Mercedes. Yeah, John Hamm is Mercedes. Really? Why do they need these handsome men? That's right. We're already successful in Hollywood. You know, get a pie. What about DJ Qualls? You know what? Let's get right? let's DJ get a Qual. What's his name? DJ Qualls. Get give him. <laughs> let him do the Mercedes. Let's get America. DJ. We've got an ad for you, <laughs> Kevin. You can sit down. You're fine. You have a lot of money, Mr. Spacey. Let's get America working. That's all I'm saying. That's Let's exactly spread the right. wealth a little bit. And some of these cartoons, all I do is I picture, okay, what was the one uh, where there are crazy kids in the forest, uh, you know, where the wild Keebler things are? Elves. Where, oh, the, where wild the wild things wild are. are. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Uh, now, they had the guy from The Sopranos uh-huh. doing the voice of the main, you know, big uh-huh. monster. Yeah. And I kept picturing the guy from The Sopranos the whole time. I couldn't separate. I pictured that actor talking. It can ruin your advertisement experience. It can. It can. I I have looked at the screen and said, no, thank you. I'm not going to eat hamburger helper Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) That bitch knows that I know, and she's afraid of it. So that's where you were. Doing yeah. the uh, yeah shadow just, just shadow just machine. cornering cool name for production cornering company yeah it shadow is. machine shadow machine I like it what's uh, what's the name of your production company do you have a production company I don't uh, I, I haven't if thought of that yeah, if I had a production uh, company name uh, probably flashy pants is that true no. I just came out of that. Came out of nowhere with that. Came out of the nowhere with that. Came one. out of the nowhere because there is some. There is a pants production company, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, worldwide. worldwide pants is Letterman. Yeah, yeah, so that would yeah. probably flashy pants wouldn't really. I don't know. Uh, that, I think it would have to be something with universal cash. pants. Yeah. You have such a great first name. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in a band, Cash and the Bad Checks. That's good. Yeah, Bad Checks would be an interesting production. Name. Yeah, yeah. Um, cash was, on hand. Yeah, that might be that might work. Cash and carry, but it's spelled K R R I, and you're partner with Nancy Kerrigan. But you guys are on good enough terms that she's like, you know what? Call me Carrie. Name's Nancy. Call me Carrie. And I think I think you know Nancy after Kerrigan all these years when people figure skater from the 1990s. <laughs> I was just gonna say after all these years, people think of Nancy Kerrigan first. <laughs> like if you think Carrie, you don't think Carrie Russell or yeah, you think Nancy Kerrigan. 
Anyway, I, uh, so yeah, so that's where I was. That's good. Yeah, my production company is scepterindustries.com. Nice. Nice. So com, but pretty lethal. Industries. Pretty lethal. We'll be talking about that later. Okay. Um, I just got back from Dallas. Have you been yeah. to the to the south? I have been. Where in Dallas were you? Uh, I was in Addison. That's yeah. I played yeah, the Addison Improv. improv. Yes. Nice. What people. do you think? What nice do you think people. though? I like the club. Uh, I've only done it once. You know, I think I think they're nice. I think they're they're pretty smart crowds. I think they're good. Yeah, they are. They're enthusiastic, uh, and I hate Texans. And generally, you wouldn't expect a lot. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't have a lot of high hopes for Texans. So, no, especially not. being from San Francisco, where they think uh, all of us are gay, which you all are, uh, according to people in Texas. You are gay. You, well, you, okay, yeah, that's probably true. But we're we're more gay than the rest of the country. Indeed. But, yeah, but on you specifically, Texas is not easy, and they don't walk in Texas. They really don't walk anywhere, and mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, I think they've evolved into creatures that don't know how. Almost, I was. I asked the lady at the front desk, "I'm like, where's the gym?" She's like, "Right there, across the street, about a hundred yards away. I'll get the shuttle for you." No, I'm like, "Yeah, no, I can walk over there. Don't be a hero, Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Damn queer, I'll get the shuttle for you." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, they don't walk anywhere, so you have to and just. So, yeah, yeah, you have to. They, their their whole system's based on the on the car. Yeah, they, and, you, they, uh, they're a. They're rotund people. They are. You see things in, in Texas. In my opinion, all hat, no cattle. Yeah. You familiar with that expression? My father enjoys that a lot. Yeah. It's a J. Ken Miller's. All hat, no cattle. You know, I'm from Denver. Coloradans hate Texans. Yeah. There's a prejudice there. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Deep. So like a civil, it's civil root, war possibility. It's rooted. There. I would love that. I think you'd win. I think people in, in uh, Colorado are in much better shape. People in Texas fall out of shape. In fact, you see a lot of people, even at the shows, uh, grown men uh, in wheelchairs that really are just too lazy to walk. I mean, really? they're perfectly functional legs. They just, it's basically an adult stroller. <laughs> You know, I'm, you know, it's just, a, and they have like a, you know, a little breathing apparatus next to them, and that's they're just too lazy to breathe. They're you, breathing fine. Are you sure they you're, just, you're not that's about my someone assessment. Who's really ill. It that's could a, also just be someone who is in extreme physical duress. Do I sound mean on the podcast again? Sometimes. I sound mean on the podcast. Just a little bit. Just a little. Not, it's not real, but a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think I was, I was a I got something like Cash is a meanie. He's a jerk. He's a, He's bit a bit of horrible a guy. He said some mean no, things last week. I, yeah, I, everybody in. Texas, oh, we have huge guns, we have huge guns. It doesn't matter if you can't move around much, you know? In Colorado, we're sort of rock climbing. I'm belaying down and attacking a Texan, hitting his fat neck with my giant hand. <laughs> yeah! Take that, Longhorn! <laughs> hook em horns! Yeah, hook em horns! You know, uh, they are nice, though. They're very jovial. They don't get offended very easily. And I like performing in Texas more than I would have thought. Fat people are Texans. Uh, Texans. Texans. Very jolly. You just describe a fat person. Is there a difference? Is there a difference? Texans. Lot lot to hold on to. Lot to love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. More of the More cushion cushion for the pushing. Really a heavy set group of people. Yeah. More cushion for the pushing. Yeah. But uh, so that was Texas. And uh, by the way, uh, I know last week we talked about uh, real quick. We talked about paddle, uh, paddle yeah, boating right. and paddle how many boat paddle boating deaths there's been. Deaths each and year actually, uh, our, our awesome producer, uh, Matt, uh, found out that there's been 38 uh, deaths in seven years uh, in mm-hmm. Maine alone from Can you paddle boating. In Maine? Yeah. Paddle sports. Paddle sports. Paddle sports. Yeah, I thought that was a weird distinction earlier when you told us that because I was like, what is a paddle sport? Well, Viking know, ships. Viking it's also ships. a sex thing. It's an S&M thing. Mm, Water sports. Paddle sports. Paddle sports. Yeah. That would include uh, kayaking. 
uh, Viking ships. Spanking. And spanking, uh, like sexual. Dick spanking. spanking. <laughs> specifically that's, dick spanking. Specifically, that's a paddle to an erect <laughs> penis. I don't know if you guys have engaged in that sport. No, I didn't but know I'll tell you this. sport. Uh, I'm a champion. Uh, uh, yeah. In that sport. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. And uh, yeah. did you did you say that in your uh, little interview this morning? Did you Mm-mm. no. I don't bring. I you, you don't, bring you don't it say up. it. You don't say. It, you show it. Mm-hmm. You know, show don't tell. Yeah. I get up. I, I I achieve an erection, which can take twenty to thirty minutes sometimes in a meeting, and then I, as soon as I'm erect enough, I begin mercilessly beating my own penis with a paddle. But it doesn't hurt at all. That's sort no. Of the trick well, of it. it wouldn't hurt. You're you're more from what I've heard. You know, it's it's not so much the length; it's the width. It is the width. It's. It looks like a, uh, you know, you know when you make a map of something and it's to scale. So your the actual map is, you know, one tenth of the actual size. There are actually dioramas and maps of of, sort of subatomic particles, things like that, where the scale is in reverse. It's a hundred mm-hmm. times okay. what the uh, the actual size is. That my dick is like a two scale map. Hundred times bigger than a tuna can. Okay, it's a scale. So you say diagram objects are larger than they appear. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Okay, so we 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 digress. We digress. Yeah, but uh, thank you for that for that uh, analogy, and we'll try to wipe that from the. Let's clean it up and just talk about this. What is your opinion of people that are in a wheelchair or one of those automated chairs that don't need to be? That really, truly are in there because they're too obese to walk around. Do you have a feeling either? Well, yeah, that 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 does bother me a little bit. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I and mean, that's why I that's why I brought it up. I uh, always feel I think, like, yeah. What do you think? Well, it seems it seems like you'd you'd rather you'd rather walk. I think when you get to that point, I'm surprised you'd let it get to that level where yeah. you can no longer uh, walk. It seems like you'd have a little more pride in being able to walk. But I mean, I, we did we did spend a lot of time evolving to get to the point where we could walk. <laughs> I don't know why we'd just throw that right back, you know? It's like, yeah, this walking thing, it's bullshit. Let's right back to the sloth stage. Right. But here's see I I always I don't know. I I for whatever reason I always sympathize if I if I see a person that is so fat that they can't walk really. A lot of people are like lose weight, get your life together. Have you ever had that thought? Have you ever had that moment when you're like, I shouldn't eat that. I shouldn't eat whatever that is, a cookie, something like that. And, and you're like, because I'm trying to lose weight. And then you just look at your body and you're like, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I'll start tomorrow. Think how heightened that would be if you were morbidly obese. You the the distance between you becoming a thin person is seems so far. And so impossible to reach that you just, why wouldn't you have a cookie that feels a lot better? So it's really, I think it can be, it can be a pretty terrible, uh, sort of never ending cycle of sadness for some of those people. But that being said, you sound really mean on the podcast. I know. I, seem, I, I, I sound vicious. I'm joking. You I don't. do have sympathy. I do have sympathy. No, we all have sympathy. Maybe a sickness like anything else. But I don't know. See, but then on the flip side of that, I'm a guy who I hate it when people are like, I just I have this disease of alcoholism. It's a disease. It's a sickness. It's like, okay, you say what it is. You're addicted to drugs and you have to stop doing drugs. But I so I, I you know, it's true. I, we do give these, these things names. 
And that still doesn't change the fact that you've got to take control of your life a little bit. Yeah. Um, and cashing in like with I'm TJ gonna, Miller can sometimes be a really inspirational show. Yes, it can. We're, we're here to change lives one podcast at a time. And like we had mentioned before, ruin lives every 10th podcast. Every 10th uh, podcast, you'd like to really just, take down just some people. Fuck up on life. Ugh. Or two. We're going to move on to the essential questions yes. of human nature. Love uh, these. And, you know, this is where we kind of uh, teach you, since we have such happy lives. We both do. <laughs> Earlier today, I was smiling, and uh, suddenly I, I came to, I, I suddenly I realized that I was looking into your eyes, and you were also smiling, and the two of us had been <laughs> lost in our own happiness to the point, and it must have been, if you walk by, let me tell you this, it probably was a pretty creepy scene. <laughs> I'll bet but, so. But it was, it was, you know, we sort of, you remember? Remember that? I mean, yeah, that was in the bathroom. In the bathroom. In the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, it was. We, we were looking at each other through a mirror, so that you know mm-hmm. that that made it a little less, uh, mm-hmm. little not less gay, as visceral. Yeah, not yeah. quite as gay, but yeah. The essential questions of human nature. Um, now, I'd like to ask you, TJ. Are there things in life which no one regrets? And I'm going to throw out a couple at you yeah, to start here. off. Uh, there's hmm. certain things I think <laughs> in life that no one regrets. Uh, doing this podcast would be number one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. Uh, no one regrets rope swings. Uh, you know, it, you, when you go on a rope swing, you jump in the, the lake. No one's like, I wish I wish I hadn't done that rope swing. Yeah. I had too much fun. <laughs> and the second big one, no, no one says that on a summer day. I, I had so much fun today. I just wish I hadn't done that rope swing. Now I've I got wet for 20 minutes. The second one is kids. No one regrets kids. People regret uh, marriage, they regret relationships, they regret friendships, they don't regret kids. And it's no one says, that fourth child hmm, probably should have aborted that little loser. Really? You no one says never, that. This was a mistake. This no one. Mistake. No one. And you would say, a lot of people would say, oh, that's just because they're too ashamed to say that. But I don't think anyone regrets kids. It's the one thing you can do. So all I'm saying <laughs> is go out and have it be national... Cashing in with T.J. Miller, sex day, and knock someone up or get knocked up because you're not going to regret it. And I'll tell you this. If you can can conceive the child while on a rope swing, then you've done it. You've really. That's that's how Buddha came to be. Is that how Buddha? Yeah. He was, I like he was, how you he say was his the, name too. He That's was, how Buddha. Buddha was the uh, was the, was the child of, uh, of of a couple that made love and can on a rope swing. on a rope swing mid air. You know, you which takes right a lot it. of dexterity. Ugh, too. Balance. You got to have good balance. I think first of all, what you're saying is it's not that no one regrets, but that most anybody you know doesn't regret this because there are people that are like, oh, I got pregnant and I had this kid. I hate this kid. Casey know. Anthony. Might have been one of those people. For instance, a mother that kills their child. Oh, okay. maybe they're regretting. Well, now the kids. joke seems mean. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not it at all. That's not true. It's not that it's mean. But I think you're right. You're right. There are things I have often said that I would like to have kids because nobody that I know who I consider to be a person who's happy and like a, a good person and not psychologically damaged or you know emotionally malnourished. Okay, right. Any of those types of people, they they always say, "Yeah, kids are the best thing that ever I ever did." So they all say that. If that many people, that's my argument for having kids. Sometimes somebody will say, "Well, I don't have kids." I go, "If everybody you knew said you got to try this drug, every single Everyone. person said to you, for instance, let's take, let's take math, which I don't think any of us have done. If every single person you knew is like, you got to do math." 
and there was no like real bad effects to it. You're like, but I heard, I heard then you're an addict. They're like, yeah, but you don't die or anything. You just have to, it costs a lot of money and you get real, you yell at the meth a lot for, for about 10 years, right in the middle of your addiction. <laughs> yeah. Still, you should still, you should get addicted to meth. You would do it. Every, you, right. I think you should do it. If a thousand, if, if everybody I knew said you need to try mushrooms, I would try mushrooms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you tried mushrooms? I've never done mushrooms. Okay. okay. But I'm saying, yeah. I agree with you. You don't regret that. And a rope swing, yeah, I don't think many people, because even a slide, sometimes you go down a slide and you're like, God damn, yeah, my scraped. brain is hurt. Why did I do that? Yeah. Rope swing's good. I would say, though, then, I think cliff diving. Someone, I think, is calling and disagreeing. We we did. We gave our hotline out to one person (laughs) four and a half months ago, and I think they just called. No, they hung up. We tried to get them. We didn't get them. If listener, whoever was calling, if you do, if you if you called and it was the wrong number, don't worry about calling back. If you meant to reach us, call again. Just give us a ring back. Obviously. So so any other things that no one regrets? There's not that many of them. I mean, uh, fell off the rope. If he, what if he fell off the rope? In the middle of the thing, he's saying a successful rope swing. Yeah, but you're right. I guess I guess there. No, but I think uh, there are other things that you don't regret. I don't think anybody regrets. uh, Because most of the great things in life you do regret. You're like, I wish I hadn't eaten that pizza. It was great at the time, but I feel sick now. Or I wish I hadn't done so many, drank so much. It was so fun that night. Most of the things has regrets afterwards. What about exercising? Do you ever really regret exercising? I think you overdo it. My dad has a, a just a messed up knee because he overdid it one time, and now he's barely walk right now. He's got a cane. He's very depressed about it. He might have to have surgery. That can happen, too. So I think you can overexercise. Absolutely. Well, you can overdo anything. I mean, you so were... my theory, two things in the world, rope swing <laughs> and kids. That's it. No, there's got to be something That's else. That's I, cashing no, no. in with T.J. Miller. Ugh, darn it. One more. Uh, I'm going to actually... come back. I'm going to think okay. of something. Come back with a few more. The essential questions of two na- uh, human nature, where we tackle the big questions uh, that life has to offer. This is one I think a lot of our callers and uh, um, mm-hmm. different people are interested in. Probably someone just called about it. Yeah, or one caller is probably yeah. asking, hey, get to the essential question. Right. And that's if you had one weapon to use when you're fighting to the death, what weapon do you choose? If you have one don't weapon. Don't say paddle. Don't say paddle. Because <laughs> they only killed 38 people. If you have one weapon, and it can be any weapon. Any weapon. And are we are we sort of excluding bazookas and, and yeah, chain I, I don't guns? Yeah, I don't think it should be... Um, I don't, for the sake of this question, I don't think it should be, you know, something that involves uh, ammunition, you know. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think so. No, I think you're right. I think you should have to kill someone the old-fashioned way. Okay. A a good old-fashioned stare down. I'm going to say a mace. You you would you would have mace? No, no, no. A mace. A mace. Good, because I thought you said mace. No, I'm not not an idiot. Okay? And you know, when I come on this program, I appreciate it. You can create serious eye problems. I'm a guest on your show, and I appreciate that. But don't, I don't want you, if you're trying to bring me on here and paint me as a guy that would spray mace in a fight to the death, (laughs) then politely as I can, I'd like to say, fuck you. But you if said you that the most saying, I've never heard someone say that as polite. I think there is one did. more polite way, which it would be, excuse me, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty that's good. About, that's good. That showed some range. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I think a non-voiceover <laughs> artist couldn't have pulled that off. I feel, you know, a lot of it is my training. Yeah, the, tra- yeah, the Meissner technique. So I, uh, 
I think I think a mace, which is a sort of a medieval yeah, weapon. Yeah, big giant. Short. Cha- I would choose a short chain because you get too mm-hmm. long a chain is too hard to bring it back around, and you got that swinging around a person's neck. Short chain, but just so that you can get some. Because if you have a mace, it has the spikes on the outside. It's a metal ball with spikes. It's attached by a chain to a wooden dowel, and I feel like, and I don't want a big mace. I, I want I want a smaller. The mace actually should be just a little bit bigger than my fist. And if you haven't seen me in person, my fist is a little bit bigger than a cantaloupe. <laughs> my right fist. My left fist is slightly smaller than a nectarine. And it's created a lot of problems for me in the dating scene. And I'm not talking about just sexually. Yeah, because women notice that kind of stuff. Right away. They'll go, First hey, thing they can- look at. Hey, cantaloupe hand. What's wrong with your strawberry fist? <laughs> I get a lot of that. It's a disaster. So, so we, we're going to cover all of uh, the different uh, imperfections of TJ's body by the end of the show. My we've, knees, we've covered your my penis. knees look like seaweed paper. You understand? <laughs> we've, covered, we've covered your penis, your uh, fists. Toes like kumquats. <laughs> this is the saddest fruit, man. What is your hair? What, is, what would your hair be like? Oh, it's just voluminous and beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody does that. Yeah, you use a nice gel up there. Bill so, Burnham says it looks like a lollipop was rolled in pubes. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. That's good. I uh, Look, here's my thing. I, In terms of killing people. Yeah, what would you use? First of all, I was disappointed when bin Laden died because I was always daydreaming about killing myself. I, I really Did had aspirations because I thought it would be really a cool thing. <laughs> and I always felt like you want to be ready when you see bin Laden. Daydreams, you know? by the way. Not I would daydream. Dreams. I would daydream. I would you be walking taking around time like, out of your day. <laughs> seriously. You notice I'm not that productive. There was about a seven-year period where I didn't get a lot done. <laughs> and mainly awful. I was thinking, what would you do if you saw bin Laden? And first of all, you, you want to be ready to kill him. That's yeah. the main thing. You don't want to like see bin Laden and just be <laughs> like, hey, dude, uh, nice... Yeah, nice beard. Like you, and yeah. then afterwards, you tell your friends, like, I ran into Bin Laden, and I didn't think quickly enough. You want to be ready to kill him, so I always wanted to be ready. and Because I, I thought it would be so cool to kin- kill Bin Laden, because uh, you could do anything afterwards. You could run for president on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, what do you think of the economy? You'd be like, uh, I, if I don't know about the economy, but I ran into a little story. I ran into Bin Laden at KFCs, and uh, I stabbed him to death with a spork. Really? Yeah, and uh, just uh, and then I spooned his brain out uh, <laughs> with the uh, spoon part. Killed him with the, the the fork part and pulled his brain out with the spoon part. And that's my answer. I would kill people with a spork. I think it would give the spork more credibility. Uh, where are you going like to get a spork, metal spork? I feel like the spork doesn't get enough credit. I feel like it's where are not you going to get a metal spork? They would start making them if I killed someone with a plastic one. You were going to kill a person with a plastic spork. I think he could do it. You can't do it. Yeah, yes, he could. can't do it. Yeah, well. You know what? Look. I challenge you to kill me with a plastic well, spork. Well, I couldn't because your neck is like a gourd. <laughs> it's like a zucchini. You haven't mentioned that. It's like a zucchini gourd. But, I mean, so I couldn't do it with you, but most people I could. I, that may be true that it is due to my deformity, my neck deformity, which is one of the many deformities that I have. I feel like that Paul F. Tompkins character. Who is it that does it on Comedy Bang Bang? There's some guy that talks about he has tennis elbow and p- puffy knuckles. And Bob Duca. Yeah, Bob Duca or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I mean. It would put the spark right back the on the map. The spark doesn't get any respect. That's true. But you know what it is? It's, could it's you not kill someone with a metal pleasing. spork? You could kill someone with a metal spork. You could spork. kill someone with a metal spork, but it would be easier to kill them with a fork. Uh, yeah, but the spork makes a ton of sense because then you can eat them afterwards. 
Because yeah. you can spoon. You have the spoon option. I feel. Why like would the, you be eating his brain, though? <laughs> well, I have a much more violent picture of, uh, of you know of, of what we're him? doing here. I feel like also if you saw him like seven years afterwards, it would be hard for you to muster the anger. The anger. That's why I wanted to be ready, and that's why I was real focused on. He had the spork. I, my okay. career took a nosedive. So let me just say. Era. Let me yeah. say this. So uh, I will say you didn't quite answer the question, which was in a fight to the death. But I guess if it w- your fight with Bin Laden would be the death. But now, so just to test who whose answer maybe was more informed and educated, you and I are going to fight. And I'm going to have a metal mace, and you're going to have a spork. And spork. I'll even I'll, I'll do you one better. If you really want to fight me to the death with a spork, I'll just spray you with mace. I bet I could kill you with mace easier than you could kill <laughs> you me with a spork. To, you can't hang on to the mace afterwards. I gotta have it. Okay. Now well, then we've, I think we've we've uh, we've tackled this issue. These are the kind of things people wonder about. That's why our one caller called just to find out uh, our yeah. opinion of this kind of stuff. Uh, let's. Uh, I remember, we're still giving away a prize. It is a metal spork. There's only two That's in right. existence to our, our first caller. Yeah. Just, we've only had one caller. Phil, call back, really. Real quick, one more essential question, human nature, something people have been really curious about. Yeah. People write us these mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather take a vacation with Albert Einstein or Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, that. I See, now I like that because yeah. that's a difficult one. It's really a difficult one. I'm going to say I'm on the fence and I want to hear your thinking because... Whoopi Goldberg. I don't think it's hard at all. You don't. No. All right, go. I mean, come on. Who, who is it? Einstein. Really, right away. I'd much rather take a vacation with Einstein. Buddy, I'm Ein- not going to have sex okay, with Whoopi Goldberg, first of all. But so, here's I mean, the there's no sexual component. Okay. I, you're, you're going on vacation with the smartest. You don't think you'd be smarter? Here's what would the you thing. end up? This yeah. is what people don't understand. And I'm having, you know. Plus, he was hilarious. This is, I sort of had, you know, this dinner with John Stamos. Okay, with similar similar mentality, you can't assume that Albert Einstein is going to be fun at all. You just can't assume it. What if you? And what is it? You were spending the night with them, or what are you doing? You're going on vacation? No, you're going on vacation. Okay, I think you're if, probably going to Catalina. Whoopi Goldberg. Days. To me, I feel like I'm on vacation. We go to Catalina. We get there. The hotel room isn't maybe what she wants. Oh, Whoopi's like, who cares? Let's I love do Whoopi. It. I love I'm Whoopi. Fatal Beauty. Yeah. However, yeah. I can't no, do Whoopi, her impression. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but no, I think Whoopi, it's, that was close. It was close. Pretty close. Please I mean, let me. Hey. I'm, you know, quit Catalina. <laughs> right? Yeah. Doesn't that sound like yeah. it? Can you do Einstein? <laughs> yeah. Hey, A equals MC squared, but not anymore. Particles have been found to move faster than light. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think Einstein might be a bit of a downer. He's always in the same suit. Maybe he doesn't want to eat out at all. What if he's just in the room scribbling all the time? He doesn't no, find you interesting. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, I think, is a good choice. I'm not saying I choose Whoopi. But well, I think the one thing they have in common is they both have a little bit sort of wild hair, and I think people with wild hair are fun. I think that's true, but I don't think Einstein would necessarily be fun to hang out with. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't I don't agree. I think I think you'd learn you just, something. But but who would you have a better story from? Yeah, what if I Einstein think... didn't say anything p- profound? What if what if Einstein? Because nobody nobody here knows him. We don't have a lot of footage of him. What if he? You know, he's supposed to be real funny because they have that fucking picture of him sticking his tongue out. Yeah. And he says, "Oh, creativity is more important than what is it? Intelligence? Great! Congratulations, Einstein. Mm, it doesn't make you a fun person. Why are you so bitter to Einstein? Do you feel... I just think it's bullshit. I think he was kind of a dick. You know, a lot of people don't know that, but I've studied, obviously I spent two years in 
Catalina, actually, ironically, <laughs> studying. studying Einstein, <laughs> and whether or not he would be fun on that island. I was looking for uh, Bin Laden with a spork for seven years. You were actually in Catalina. Both of us were doing things that ended up not being great uses of our time. It doesn't matter. The point is, I think Einstein might not be that fun. Whoopi, guaranteed fun. You got it. You're going to have fun with her, even even in her view years right now. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I think you've won this argument. You're doing it. I didn't have a lot to go on other than I thought Einstein, you'd learn something. I know that's always important. I would probably choose Einstein. <laughs> that's true. Well, now I, I think you've just given back that victory now. That's fine. You know, for me, it's not. We're not keeping score. I'm just a guest <laughs> on your show. I'm excited to be here. Let's move on to what hurts. TJ, what hurts? My throat. My throat hurts. I've been, I smoked a blunt last night. With a friend, with with a, with a pornographic actress friend. Well, this is great. I, time then to move along to practical living in the modern age. You know, yes. I think this is a perfect time. One of my favorite segments where we kind of tell you how to live a better how life. How could we help you in the modern age in a world that is, uh, is filled with world. existential crisis? Yeah. Neurosis that is fed to you from yeah. advertisers. It's easy for confusion. How do you so, live practically? How do you how do you uh, practically live in a modern age? Well, I have a trick. I like to when I go to a party, I like to uh, in the middle of the party leave and make a scene when I leave so people remember me. Yeah. So I'll stand up in the middle of the party uh, and I'll just yell out, "That's not how you spell parade." <laughs> and then I'll knock a few things over, maybe a vase, and then leave the party. And then people are like, oh, my God. They're like, who was the- that old woman who yelled at the... <laughs> that old woman was screaming something about the spelling of parade, and she knocked over a vase my and whoop- pronounced it incorrectly. That was my Whoopi Goldberg impression. Was that it? It's closer <laughs> than mine, I think. I, it's, it's, and then what happens? Well, you don't get invited back you know, to those All parties, time. those same parties. No, I don't but know. whoever you're with thinks it's funny. I, I do. I think in a good exit line is important, and I've, I think I've booked movies. This is true, because I've left the room. I've been to and I've said something so funny, and they all explode with laughter. And it's the same as leaving. You know, you and I riff a lot. That's sort of how we became yeah. friends on stage. When you riff a whole set, or you're you're riffing a piece that can be the end of your set, knowing when to walk is as important as your skill at riffing. Yeah. And I, I'm good at that. I, I pay a lot of attention to it, at least. I don't know that I'm great at it, but I have had times where I left the room and I said something so funny, they're like, huh, and I was the one who closed the door that I think they had to turn to each other and be like, that person's amazing. Yeah, you know what? You I leave just... them with such a memory of you being so funny that they end up booking you to play Dan and Gulliver's Travis. <laughs> Listen, I, I actually saw, I don't know if this is... Uh... Uh, appropriate for me to mention this, but I, I went to an audition with you once, and oh yeah, uh, that's right. No. And that's they, t- they kind of. I, no, sitting- I meant that was right. It's inappropriate <laughs> for you to talk about this on the podcast, Cash. That you and I went to an audition together. Yeah, but I'm going to reveal something that I thought was really impressive. TJ walks in, and I okay, I was sitting in an office where the door was open during the audition, so I got to hear what was happening in there. It helped that I had a special device where I could eavesdrop, and also I poked a hole in the wall, Cash, and I was peeking not. through it. Okay. <laughs> too much. Uh, okay, too sorry, much. sorry. Um, but I heard you, and this was cool. You came in, and the first thing you said to them was... Um, what the fuck is up with your upholstery? <laughs> and no. now you walked in and you said, um, well, I'm going to do, I would say that no, it's funnier than yeah. I probably said. No, what you ended up saying was really effective. I thought it was very impressive. You just walked in and you said, I, um, I, I'm going to do this a certain way. This is what I'm bringing to the table on this. And if you're looking for a guy that does what I'm about to do, I'm the guy that's 
that's going to do it best. But if you're looking for someone else, that's fine too. Like you're basically saying, I'm paraphrasing. Probably didn't say no, it perfect. No, no, no. But you're basically saying, this is what you're going to get if you get me. I'm the guy that can do this best. Which is a great way to disguise being a bad actor <laughs> with just a really arrogant <laughs> attitude. Just coming in and going, hey, if you're looking for what I do, then I'm your man. Otherwise, you're going to have to get somebody who has some range outside of acting like an exaggerated, <laughs> douchey version of themselves. <laughs> See exhibit A, she's out of his leaguers. <laughs> well, you also said I'm willing to gain 25 pounds for the role. If I would I have do that. To. I yeah. would do for any voiceover that. role. Yeah, any voiceover. I gained so that was fi- I gained 50 pounds just on pizza for my performance in How to Train Your Dragon. You believe that? <laughs> Tough nut. <laughs> we're going to move on to tiny. Back. <laughs> we're going to move on to tiny opinions. Let's do it. We like this, to keep the show moving. This is where we have very small opinions about uh, gigantic issues, or gigantic opinions about tiny issues. But tiny opinions sounds better than tiny and/or large opinions or beliefs. That's right. That's right. I, sure. uh, we, we were eating out the other day, and mm-hmm. uh, someone uh, used the word uh, to describe a wrap. Uh, they described it as ginormous. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't like the combination of words. I think humans have been around for thousands of years. I think it's too late to combine words and make a new word and put it in the dictionary, number one. Number two, there can be no new foods like wraps. There's no wraps. It's a burrito. There's no, you can't this late in the game create a new, well, we've discovered a new food. No, you didn't. You combined some foods, gave it a new name. Both things are wrong. Yeah. It's a tiny opinion. I would, yeah, I, I think ginormous, I hate people who say ginormous. Now, I combine a lot of words, and actually in our next section, we combine words. But I think that, you know, t- you know the truth is, yeah, g- when people are saying ginormous, I, okay, I want to do my tiny opinion right now. Only on Tuesdays. Never say that again. Ever. Anyone. Forever. Never say it again. It's, you know what it is? It's what unfunny people learn. Unfunny people learn a couple of things they can use wherever. One of them is, that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. yeah don't ever say that. Also, girls, uh, don't stop th- saying that. Yeah. Why are girls like, that's what she yeah. said? You realize we're talking about don't how you're sucking a dick. They're like The origin of that is a girl talking about it. When, when I say, oh, God, it's so hard to fit in, but I'm going to jam it in anyway. And then a girl <laughs> says, that's what she said. I'm like, do you understand? You're being misogynistic for me about your gender. About you, yeah. be quiet forever. But they, she, that's about, she that only on Tuesdays. Why? Hey, what do you do? You, uh, you are you drunk right now? Only on Tuesdays. Shut up. Yeah. Here's another one. It is what it is. No, no it's not. You haven't said anything. Yeah. You just said nothing. Why did you bother to you open your said, mouth and make sounds? You might as well don't, have said it is what it is. Don't please don't say that ever again. It's it's not what it is. That, that's why I'm arguing with you about it. Yeah, if it is if it is what it is, then no one would. That's just you it's might fatalistic. Might it's too say, fatalistic. Well, what it is, what's happening right now is the thing that's happening. Yeah, what we're talking about is what's being said. Yeah, you've just said absolutely nothing. Yeah, it is what it is on Tuesdays, and that's what she said. <laughs> if you combine, you do the trifecta, then you've got then you're something. Okay, yeah, yeah then it's you're okay. Um, uh, you motion sensors. Yeah, you were going to talk about motion sensors. So I'm having a difficult time. Why are we not spending more time? Just a little bit more research and development on making motion sensors more effective. I remember when we first got faucets that had motion sensors, everyone was like, this is un- unbelievable. This is unbelievable. It's hygienic. No one's going to leave the faucet on. Remember when you would walk in and somebody just left a faucet running? No more. No more. 
Modern man has solved it. <laughs> now you walk into the bathroom, you put soap all over your hands, you're waving your hand. Is this one broken? No. Then you go to the one to the right. I'm waving my hand under that one. Meanwhile, some sort of obese, portly gentleman walks over. Yeah. He immediately gets water in my previous sink. Then I'm sort of looking at him going, it didn't work for me. And he's like, who are you? What are you talking about? We're in, the, we're in an airport in, in Pittsburgh. Stop talking to me. Right. And I don't like that. Then finally you wash your hands. Just a little bit of water comes out. Then your hands are gone. The robot thinks, oh, you had hands now. No more hands. No, my hands are still under there. Then I'm trying to get Get the fucking paper towel out because that's all. Hey, then waving. Just a man waving yeah, under a metal waving. box. Yeah. Just giant arm movements like a flapping, <laughs> dying chicken trying to get some sort of paper to stop being moist. And these the robots. You know, they're just they're laughing. <laughs> Why are we not putting just a little bit more time into that? I, th- I think you're making a good point. I think. It, How many like, times have it you makes you feel like a, Yeah. Many times you go to the bathroom, you get in the bathroom, close the stall, flushes, a little bit of spray back on. Yeah, right okay, there. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, clean start. That's fine. Yeah. You go to you go to take your pants down, flushes. Yeah. Right. So you sit down as you're going to the bathroom, several flushes, just spraying up into spraying your body, right up into your butthole. Then you're taking into your paper out. Yeah. You're you're cleaning as you're as you're cleaning yourself up. The cleaning the water off. It's flushing again. It's flushing right. four. Five, you move a little bit, and thirteen the, times, and the little plastic thing moves all the way all around. around. You yeah. get. I got sucked into yeah. one of those ones. Yeah. That you know the rain. That the the plastic that sort of goes around yeah. and turns new. I got sucked up into one of those things. They had to call a fire department. I was stuck up in one of those mechanical toilet seats yeah. for about two and a half hours. Yeah, understand? Very embarrassing. And then then you go. You finally get out of it. The, the fire department extracts you. You're done. You say, you guys, I apologize that all this happened, but now I'm going to flush the toilet. And you wave your hand and no flush. Yeah, it's like you being a, it's like being a bad flush. magician. It is. It's like you, you know, no one, you don't want to be a bad, and you you do this saying it doesn't work. It's very frustrating. When has there been technology that came out before it was ready like this? The cell phone was like that. It didn't work at first. It was ridiculous. I, I do want to say before you move on. Yeah. The mad, the magician thing is interesting because I I did one recently, one of those self cleaning toilet seats, and doves came out up into my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. So so it is sort of like a bad magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's I, I think motion sensors. We should pay. They we I think we don't should put wait them in until, until the technology ready. is ready. Right. It's not ready yet. There There's like when people bought the cell phones, so it's not ready yet. Well, I, I appreciate that rant. That was uh, that was that was more than a tiny opinion. That was yeah. uh, that could change You're people's right. lives. Let's stay away from the motion sensors. We're going to move on to the maskers now. This yes. was actually asked the masters. And uh, we, you know, we worked on obviously stop it. Okay, we get it. First of all, you don't think that we tried. You don't think that we tried for months doing podcasts with the segment. Ask the masters. This was actually asters. We thought to call this. Uh, it is what it is. Or we only on Tuesdays, but. And that, but we, that but, wasn't going to work either. But asters, it doesn't work. So we call it maskers. We realize that's master master asking. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Ask the masters. This, these are where people, uh, some of our favorite people. Um, if you tweet me. They, they tweet. Uh, tweet me TJ. at not TJ Miller with the hashtag cashing in with TJ. We'll get you on the TJ show. Miller. We'll get you on we'll the show. We'll get you on the show. We're all inclusive. Let's start. Let's We're start. all inclusive. Um, the first one was from Scotty Kahn. Uh, S-C-O-T-T-Y-K-H-A-N. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if I accidentally if I accidentally get stuck in the past, what one item should I bring? Mm. Uh, now, obviously, based on our discussion, either a spork or a mace. Mm. Uh, that's a start. Yeah. Um, if you get stuck in the past, you I think if you even brought twenty dollars, if you go far enough back uh, with inflation, I think you. But that's if you go before sixteen hundred. Depends on when you are in the past. What if you go? If you just suddenly are being shot back in the past, what would you bring? Well, you don't need anything for survival. Okay. First say. thing, let me just say, if you get stuck in the past like that, I think you need to get your time machine in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, true. like you're, you've got to get that. You're it's using on the fritz, the technology obviously. before it's ready. It, it, exactly, it's probably a motion uh, sensor time machine, and you want to get that straight. <laughs> Suddenly, out. took you to the wrong place. I think I, I would want a. Uh, you know, what I think would be interesting. I, I I would like to bring up those LED light high tops. The shoes, that's, that's LA lights. At all. Just listen to me. Oh Any God. culture in the past that sees you bring me Whoopi in those, Goldberg, wouldn't you? Just listen you bring to me. Whoopi Goldberg. Any culture that sees me in light up tennis shoes in the past is going to revere me as a god. I'll immediately be the most important person in that culture. I'm absolutely right. Even in the 1800s, they'd be like, "What the fuck is that? You're magic." And I would say, "You better believe it." Let's get some beer, some bathtub gin if it's in the 20s, some beer if it's in the monks of the you know whatever century. But you're stuck there. You're not going. That's not going to last that long. Yeah, you're going to be really popular those for a while. Those things last really long. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. Those things last a few years. Okay, and after a couple of years, those lights go out, and you know what happens? You get stoned to death. That's what happened to Jesus. Hey, I've got nothing <laughs> wrong with being stoned oh, to, with rocks. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Why, why didn't they do that in the past? Instead of stoning people to death with rocks, just make them smoke so much marijuana they die. Mm, that would seem like a great way to die. Yeah. That's way more humane than lethal injection. That's in my true. Opinion. That's true. Just gas them with marijuana until they yeah. die. You're full of you. You got some good ideas today. That is great true. ideas on capital punishment. Good ways to kill people. You've known that. Yeah. So that was uh, that was one of our questions. Um, we're going to finish things off actually with uh, tickling the oracle. Okay. Um, this is where we uh, we ask actually some of the most profound questions that people ask. Certain uh, philosophical questions. Just thoughts, you know. Words, words to God, whispers to the cloud. Would you rather live 10 years of your life in excellent health or 30 years with average health? Yeah. I've thought about this a lot. This is your question, and I think this is a great one. This is yeah, I mean, fascinating. Uh, It'll tell you a lot about the person, uh, the way that they answer, too. Yeah, I'm getting a, a little older, and I, I think I would live uh, average health is good enough for me because I'm starting to, I'm getting a little older. I'm starting to daydream about assisted living. It's starting to sound like a good thing. Really? You know, I wonder if you can get into those places with like fake IDs. You know, your friends and family sit you down. Go up, yeah. Because <laughs> you know that what they do do is they always have food for you, and it always includes oatmeal. There's oatmeal at every meal. It doesn't seem that bad. Living. It doesn't seem that bad with the assisted living. What would your answer be? Um, yeah, I'd rather live longer. I think you can be pretty happy with mediocre health. So I think I'd rather live thirty than ten. So ten years of perfect how bad health. you know how bad is it is the health going to be? Can you still get around? I mean, that's here's my question. Ready? How about this? Would you rather live ten years perfect health and then die, or have a debilitating disease like cancer for thirty years? Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess you t- you take the ten, right? Do you? Yeah. I mean, Do you though? Well, Do you really end your life in ten years? Let's think of it this way. I mean, you can you can still 
Either way, even with cancer, you could still do the rope swing for 30 years. That's true. So I think you stick with the 30 years. There should be more rope swing, make-a-wish style programs. Because here's the thing. Make-a-wish. I've never gotten this. Make-a-wish. They have the kid meet Michael Jordan. Well, that's very hard to do. How do you get Michael Jordan out there? you got to fly him out there. If you just got rope swings, you can do it for 100 kids. Make the wish in Make-a-Wish cheaper and grant more wishes. Less trips to Disneyland, more trips to their local mini golf course. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Less meeting an astronaut, more meeting one of the weirder looking of the the uh, Jonas Brothers. <laughs> the weirdest. You know the weird one? Yeah. That guy. Yeah, I don't. He's available. I don't even know. How many Jonas Brothers are there? There's about 42. They interchange them in and out. It's a terrible thing. You know, they say they have three, but it's it's a it's a family of... It's really child labor laws. It, it violates them. I'm serious. Yeah. 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 So I think we've answered the... You haven't answered the essential question. 10 or 30? Well, it depends on if it's mediocre health or if it's just... If it's just if you get an ulcer sometimes, then 30. But I think I think you know the the question is: Do you live under real physical duress for thirty years, or do you have your ten years of perfect life? I'm gonna say ten, maybe. Yeah, I like I like I like the idea that life shouldn't be long; it should just be full. Sort of. Mm-hmm. I know that I said that in the worst, most tissue possible way, but it's I like the idea of if you had to choose a really exciting life where you died young, or a very boring, sad life that you lived eighty years. But there were some ups and downs. I'd rather choose the the crazy one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the mark that one of the other questions was, uh, how do you how do you judge your life at the end? Um, I'm, I'm looking for it here, but I, I can't find it. So, but it's it's uh, well. How would life be better? Be Here's what it was. Would life be better? Yeah. How do you judge if your life was successful? Now, I think it's the amount of people that show up at your funeral. <laughs> now that helps. I'm not saying that's the only thing, but I think that helps. You at least, let's say, did, did you have a successful life if only like one or two people show up? No. Nah. How about five? There is a. Li- you what have if to you admit, just kept to yourself. What if you're a hermit? What if you're the most successful hermit? The more successful you are as a hermit, the less people will come. You should have no people. Don't people. get me wrong here. I think that if you're super, super, you're super real famous, hermit. if you're super famous, a lot of people come. All I'm saying is, so that doesn't mean you touched a lot of lives in any real right, meaningful exactly. way. I'm just saying I think you should exceed two. That's all. Oh, of course. I'm just trying to beat two. I think if you have to have a real measure of it, that's pretty good judging. But I think it's... Uh, I think it's whether or not I'm going to take it out of the hands of other people or whether or not they show up. I think it's if when you're just about to die, if you're like, yeah, that was good. That's all it has to be. That's a successful life. It doesn't have to be. That was the best. That what was would that be for you? What would that be for you? It's already happened. I think if I died right now, I'd be like, that was pretty good. You know, I think if you if you went after what you're doing or you made people happy or you were happy or you built something, no matter how small, but you felt good about it. You had a sense of accomplishment, took a journey. You, I think you, you impacted told other me, people's lives. I think you told me this once. I think after you did Yogi Bear, you said, I think this is we can That's stop true. now. It's true. Yeah. So we'll end with that. Uh, you know, in fact, a lot of you, I think, Find after listening Yogi to this podcast, yeah, well, I think for a lot of people, it will be this podcast. That's right. Exactly. Uh, this particular episode of this podcast, everyone can die after this. Hopefully at the end of this, you should say to yourself, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. It wasn't bad. 
Had some good memories. It was a good one. Yeah. And with that, we leave you. Uh, cashing in with TJ Miller. Thanks for being my guest again. Thank you this so much. A, I'd love to come back whenever you'll have me. Yeah, it's we'll see. I'll look program. at the calendar and see yeah. when we can fit you in. Well, I'd love to do um, Check out TJ at... TJ Miller does not have a website.com. Uh, Twitter is at not TJ Miller. All my tour dates are on... I'm also on Facebook, but all my tour dates are on the site. So if you want to come see me live, go to TJ Miller does not have a website.com. I'm at cashlevy.com, and let's just take us off with the music. Yep. Yeah. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.